From points across California, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition. This Unplugged Disneyland Edition Roundtable Discussion for the week of September 27, 2012. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, Mary Jo mulatto Willy, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Wayne will talk about celebrating your very merry birthday at the Disneyland Resort, Mary Jo will tell us about the updates to the Walkin' Waltz Footsteps Tour, and we'll take your phone calls about Halloween time with Disboard's moderator, Sherry E., all that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello there. Greetings. Greetings. So, how was everyone's couple weeks? Hot. Busy, hot. eventful. Yeah, it is. Is it's it still, still hot? Summer. And hot. Oh my God! It's sweltering here today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It it's like good. 93 it's here like, today. It's like it's like Orlando humid down there. The last time I was there, seemed like yeah, anyway. Much. It's, it's kind of humid. Yeah. Um, speaking of Southern California, don't forget if you're listening to this when it's released, Carmageddon is coming your way. Yay! Be warned. Carmageddon. Well, and just for people who are going to be going, who, who are hearing this, that are going to be coming in, if you're going from LAX to Disneyland Resort, you shouldn't be affected by Carmageddon. That's so you'll be you'll be fine. But if you'll be you're, one of those people standing up on the ledge as the asteroid hits and. Hugging each other and looking and realizing that you made it. That was a different movie. Oh, okay. We're even getting freeway announcements up here about it. Wow. Really? Yes. All the freeway signs have been alerting us for the last two weeks about congested freeways in Los Angeles next weekend. And I know Northern California love any reference to Southern California. So, <laughs> well, and, sure and, and, that. and part of the problem might be it went so well the last time exactly. that people, people might yeah, might not be staying home like they did the last time. So stay home, I'm staying home. Stay home, yeah, there you go. That is this weekend, the 29th and 30th? Yes. Okay. It starts Friday, after, Friday night. After, so 20, after 29th and 30th. Okay, awesome. Armageddon uh, is next weekend. What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to Disneyland. Exactly. Well, I wish. How are you getting there, too, Tom? Because you're not supposed to be coming down that Oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No. Uh, no, I come down the 5. Oh, you stay in the 5. That's stay right. The five. This is just the 405. Yeah, this right. is the 405 that's affected. Oh, good. Any other house the goes? train anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that. Yeah. I'm not coming down next weekend anyway, so. Kind of the following weekend. Uh, any other housekeeping? I have a couple of items I'd like to bring up. Okay, go ahead. Um, over on the boards, we have a group of women who call themselves the Diz Divas, and I'm one of them too. And we get be afraid, together. Be very afraid. <laughs> just, oh, we're a fun group. Uh-huh. And they basically, are. it's any and Nancy, you've met up with. Yeah, I've gone on a co- I've gone on a couple meet and greets. Yep, I've met them. Well. They're getting together, um, or we're getting together in February of next year, 2013. And if you go to the Disneyland Community Board, you'll see this very long thread with a bunch of very friendly women. It's headed by Mama For You, and her name is Beth Uranga. She's kind of the person who spearheaded this whole thing. Yeah, she's really, really cool. And she's going to be down here next week, too. But um, All chicks welcome. All all. No men, no children. You have to be a female of 18 or older. We leave the men folk home and the kids the men also. folk. Oh, yep. Wow. <laughs> leave the dudes home. And um, the women get together. They have a meet and greet, have a scavenger hunt, a lot of fun times. Women, uh, we typically run about 40 women a weekend. For the weekend, they start Thursday and it goes to Sunday or Monday. And it's very easy going. You can join in on any of the meets. Um, some people have been known to room together that, and they become fast friends after getting to know each other that way. And so I encourage everybody, all the, all you gals who would like to go down to the Disneyland Resort and you really have, um, kind of want, you know, don't have anybody else to go with and you'd like an opportunity to go, check out that, uh, the Dis Diva thread on the community board, the I'll Disneyland make, community board. I'll make sure I post, put a link to that in the show notes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's really really a fun time, and they have 
uh, meals together and all kinds of, and shows, etc., and tours that we do. And the next thing I just wanted to bring up was Nancy and I had gone a couple of weeks ago to hear Charlie Phoenix talk about Anaheim Land and Disneyland. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to bring up, that was so much fun, right, Nancy? It was. Oh, my God. It and we was, got a lot of comments about that, too. A lot of people told us that they were real interested in him. And he has a couple of other shows coming up in October, one in Long Beach. Um, and it's Retro Long Beach, another slideshow. It's $20. And then he has one in Downey the next week, I believe. And that's going to be about the Carpenters. So all of the Carpenter fans, and I'm really tempted to go. Oh, like the Carpenter Singing Group. That's right. Okay. Yes. Like, uh, Karen people that and build John. things? Yeah. <laughs> the Carpenter ants that eat through the trees. <laughs> no. The, the um, Carpenter Singing Group. If she had that problem, <laughs> she wouldn't have. <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> Ooh. <clears throat> all right. It's Nancy at <laughs> www.info.com Sorry. <laughs> it just came out. <laughs> so we should look forward to those two events. Yes. And I will end it here. <laughs> Thank you. Any other housekeeping before Nancy sticks the other foot in her mouth? <laughs> well, I'm out. Um, um, yeah, I guess. I didn't oh. know where else this would go. Okay. So... <laughs> We, as a Disneyland pass holder, uh-huh. we talk about the pass holders and how we get stuff, so I guess that's housekeeping. That's how I'm going to make it fit. Um, I know now we're laughing at everything I say. Um, I, I got a personalized, personalized, personalized. letter from, yeah, from George Caligridis. How is George? I don't, well, here, yes. And I heard that some other people who are pass holders got this, and I'm just confused. So I'm going to read it. So is George Caligridis. Yes. As an annual pass holder, you hold a special place in our Disneyland, with a little R in the circle, resort family. <laughs> with so much happening around the grand reopening of Disney California Adventure, with a little R is in the circle. Is this another unboxing? Yeah. And the okay. culmination of our five-year Disneyland resort expansion, we are pleased you've been able to share the excitement as annual pass holder. At this special time, instead of our regular backstage pass magazine... I'd like to mark this extraordinary moment in the resort's history by presenting you with the enclosed special edition commemorative book, A Celebration of a Wish Come True. Filled with real photo memories of guests and cast members, every image captures the magic of the Disneyland Resort experience. Of course, if you haven't already, I encourage you to visit the resort and experience all of the exciting new additions, especially those in the expanded and reimagined Disney California Adventure Park. With the addition of Cars Land and Buena Vista Street, trying to read fast, the park has even more fun, adventure, and excitement to offer. In fact, the entire Disneyland Resort has more fun, adventures, and excitement to offer. Thank you again for sharing the magic with us. We look forward to hosting you at the Disneyland Resort again in the very near future. And then they gave this really nice picture book. Now, me being kind of, this is unplugged, I don't get what the point of this is. Is this supposed to make my me come first back? Thought was, my first thought was, are there numbers for California Adventure? Not what they're hoping. <laughs> Well, well, but no, their numbers were. We've done news reports on it. I'm wondering well, I it, know, but, but I mean, I'm wondering were they if expecting not, to go through the roof? I don't know. You know, I know. See, I was questioning, too. I was thinking, wait, is it because I'm a pass? Maybe all the pass holders stayed away is because this? they knew it was going to be so crowded? Like, But still, I'm not going to go because it was a nice are, book. Maybe you guys are so jaded. I saw oh, this I'm jaded. and I went, made, oh, how awesome. I'm jaded. No, I'm jaded. I'm jaded. I'm thinking this $20 quality book could have been taken off my pass. Was this like a 8 by 8 Hardback book? No, it's it's no, it's not I a hardback. What the renewal okay. stats no, are like, by month. It's, it's like legal be- size. It's like legal size. Tom, I okay. think Nancy, you might have figured it out. I'm going to give you the credit on that one. I think it might be renewals. Renewals I've talked to plenty of, I've talked to plenty of people that have said, you know, I don't think I can do it anymore. Like when I say plenty, more than two. But <laughs> the people well, I know, but people I know, that I admit, aren't, that I haven't us, renewed yet. I expired last month. And I have been so busy with the start of school and everything. I haven't been back to the park. Well, and, 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 like and with the higher price, the $20 discount just doesn't give you much incentive to renew, does it? No. Uh, you know, it just kind of – we were there an awful lot this summer, all of us. And for me, with the kids and stuff now, it's time to focus on both kids being in elementary school for the first time. And, you know, I've got a lot of little things I have to do with the parent groups and stuff. It, it, it's just kind of crazy. Well, there's I, I'm having people. new parent issues. Hmm. I, I have I a lot wonder- of uh, young friends, and they don't 
they don't really make too much money, and they were using the monthly payment plan that they have for the Southern California folks, uh-huh. and they're talking about they're not going to be able to renew. Because the, for, it went up from like 35 or $36 up to like 52 I think. Yeah, and, like and these month. kids don't make that much money yeah. for that. Yeah, my, so my daughter's Christmas present housing is... Around here. Yeah. So do you think... Well, I think Nancy might be onto something here. Yeah, just interesting that we all got it, and Tom, you didn't get it yet, right? I haven't got it yet. How about you, Wayne? And Wayne, did neither you get it? Yeah, okay, neither so have I. Neither When are your renewal dates? Mine's in late August. Mine's in December. Mine's in November. Mine's okay, in October. So I think it just theory. has to do with zip code. I think yeah. it's zip code. Here's my theory. I'm going to yeah. go with the Nancy. I like Nancy's first idea, that it's, okay, all the local Southern California people, we need to get you back in the park. But, it, but we haven't got the backstage pass flyer yet either so it could just be the shipping is slow well i know and it said no this is instead of our regular backstage pass magazine right exactly yeah. i just find it interesting that like hey remember i wonder I'm there's an nobody pass who holder. prints out I the know. numbers of what percentage of pass holders seem to renew in what month yeah they'll, you'll never see that information yeah i know well you'll never see that but i'm wondering if a lot of people are renewing around this point I don't know. I think it's the okay. You know, getting ready for, for the holidays. Well, yeah. I mean, what it, isn't like Christmas the biggest annual pass holder day where they're everybody gets them for Christmas and they. Oh yeah, yeah. This it's, it's book so crowded. Is beautiful and it's the same quality of the ones you would get in the where you can in get books. Park. Yeah, in the park as long as it, it just doesn't have a hard cover. Okay. And you look yeah. at it and you're like, oh, I want to take this home to show everybody it's where I went. It's a souvenir just, book. Yeah, yes. it's a beautiful book. But then again, I'm like, you know what? This is. 1995 quality, probably more than that. They charge like 30 in the park. I could take off my pass. I don't know. I just, I yes, I'm jaded. I don't understand it. I'm happy to have the book, but obviously they didn't just, you know what? Let's give them a book. Sure. They don't ever do anything like that. Uh, chat night, Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Be there. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, email dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com or go to our show notes page and there's a box there that goes directly to us. You had something, Nancy, or you just stepped on something? Um, no, actually, I'm being attacked by a small kitten. As some of you who follow me on Facebook know, uh, we got kittens recently, and I am... Do you juggle with them? Ow! God. Maybe. He's going away from the recording room. I scamper. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Any other housekeeping? Sorry. No? Okay, there's one other thing I want to talk about before we get to news, and that's news for Walt Disney World. We normally don't cover news for Walt Disney World, and we won't this time, but I still want to talk about something that's happening there that may eventually affect, hopefully not, um, our parks here. When the new Fantasyland opens in the Magic Kingdom... The Be Our Guest restaurant for dinner will be serving beer and wine. That's a hot topic. That is a hot topic on all of those Disney World boards. And I haven't really seen the topic. I don't don't know if if maybe the moderators are keeping it off of the Disneyland boards. But, you know, it doesn't affect us at this point. But my fear is that it will. If, if it's okay at Magic Kingdom, hey, we didn't have any problems here, you know, let's, let's add wine to the Blue Bayou. Is anybody else thinking that way, or do you just I not care? I think it's inevitable. I, I, I think this is yeah. a company-wide directive. It's being tested. You know, it's being progressed. Let's face it. It's yeah. being progressed. We saw it in, in uh, a California adventure. And it was met not with resistance, but with wide approval as to whether or when it makes it to Disneyland. We'll have to see, but I think it's inevitable. It's never, it'll never be in the in the infamous dad sitting in somewhere drinking while the rest of their family is going off and having fun. I don't. I, agree. I don't think it's ever ever going to be in that capacity. I agree. We're never going to have walk-up stands. Okay, wait. But you do. But we do at California Adventure. But probably not not in Disneyland proper. Yeah, you've got the beer stand back by Cocina Cucamonga. 
Well, that's over in California Venture, though. I mean, oh, no, no. They... Thank, I'm aware. Thank you. Yeah. But no, no, yeah. But I'm just saying, if you got them there, and now you're, I'm never say never. See, I, I, I see it, it differently, guys, because I, I over in Walt Disney World, the parks are so far apart that the, it, it takes some time. It takes some effort to go from one park to another. Whereas at the Disneyland Resort, you just walk across the. Esplanade to go from Disneyland to California Adventure. Personally, there's such a uh, a sense of I don't want to say pride, but it's like Disneyland is so special because they don't, you know, they say Disneyland is so special. We don't offer any alcohol except in a private club. To me, I just don't see it happening at the California Disneyland Park. Yeah. I hope you're right, and that's what I think. I'm afraid you're not right, though. Yeah, that's like, what I'm afraid of. Is you know. And and it's very obvious that they're testing it there because they would have gotten a lot more resistance had they tried it here. Oh, they would have. There would have. Yeah. I mean, we it, have tra- certain traditions here that always will stay traditions because this is this is Walt's Park, and certain things that would obviously not necessarily fly in the bigger, humongo environment of Walt Disney World. Just you know, it's. It's two different vacation destinations. It's two different plans. I agree with you, but if you would have said, oh, um, it's and a I've small world. And I've sucked down Champagne and Club let's 33 think, before. Let's, but let's think, if you would have said, it's a small world, would they ever change it? Even though I don't, I don't mind the changes, personally. I'm just saying, if you would have said that, you said, this is Walt's Park, it would have never been done, and they did it. But I, Walt I think, put in a. But Walt himself said it will never be finished and it will always grow. And so I think then, when he, so then why not alcohol? I'm not because because he wanted it for families to to share a park that families could enjoy together. Hey, I'm all I with you. I'm just saying, don't be surprised. I don't mean to sound cynical here, but <laughs> Bob Iger has repeatedly said in front of stockholders and investors. This is not Walt Disney's company anymore. We have to remember that Walt hasn't been with us for over 50 years now. Things are going to change, and I don't think we can expect that a private enterprise company is going to adhere to the kinds of fan loyalty that we might like. I think it's unrealistic for us to... We can certainly express our opinions as to whether we think it's good, bad, or indifferent. But to sit back and say, this can't be done because someone who hasn't been with us for a half a century dictated it as such, no businessman is going to listen to that. And Mr. Iger has been very clear on that regard, unfortunately. And I'm with you. I agree with you 100%. It's not, and so for the listeners, no, I don't think Wayne and I are like, yeah, let's get the alcohol in there. It's Precisely. It's not our decision. It's Precisely. The, it's, it's not our decision. We wouldn't, if we were the, we would say no. But. As with everything else, the success or failure of this policy will be the sales figures <laughs> that yep. that yeah. that ink at the bottom of the balance sheet that's what's going to say whether this continues or not if it's well, successful it. alcohol is a high profit business gonna, exactly maybe alcohol would make the blue bayou taste better <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Hey, a little fast. You know, the only thing that would make the blue bayou taste better is if they put uh, andrew in top of in charge of that yeah too. really huh? All right, folks, I just wanted to get your quick opinions on that. I knew it was something that's probably big on topic. our minds. Yeah, Very yeah. big topic. All right, Tony, let's head over to you with the news. Okay, Disneyland donated two ride vehicles from the Matterhorn, the world's first tubular steel roller coaster, to a national organization for preservation as historic artifacts. Neat. The National Roller Coaster Museum and Archives officially accepted the Matterhorn vehicles and a sign from California Screamin' in Disney California Adventure recently at Dollywood in Tennessee. There's a reason. Okay. Okay. This is the holy grail of artifacts for the National Roller Coaster Museum and Archive, Chairman Gary Slade said in a statement. The Matterhorn started the modern era of roller coaster design and launched the themed ride industry. The vehicles and the sign are now at the organization's archive facility in Plainview, Texas, where they will be conserved 
been prepared for display, said Pete Owens, a spokesman for the National Roller Coaster Museum. Officials from the organization, which does not have permanent museum space, have yet to decide whether the items will be shown at a temporary exhibit in Dollywood or elsewhere. The organization requested the vehicles, and talks went on for about two years, Owens said. Disneyland recently completed its most extensive renovation of the 53-year-old Matterhorn ride, which got new vehicles in June. The previous bobsleds, which had tandem seats, had been used since 1978. The other ten remain at Disneyland packed away. California Screamin' is the second largest, excuse me, second longest steel roller coaster in North America at 6,072 feet. Owen said the longest is the Millennium Force at Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio at 6,595 feet. The Matterhorn bobsleds, vehicles, and California Screamin' signage represent two of our most beloved attractions, from the first tubular steel-tracked roller coaster in the world to one of the longest and most thrilling, said George Caligridis, Disneyland Resort's president, in a statement. There you go. And secondly, beginning next month, Disneyland will make changes to Mater's Junkyard Jamboree vehicles in Disney California Adventure, the second Cars Land ride to undergo modifications since the area opened in June. Disney plans to add padding in early October on Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, a ride in which riders and tow trucks based on the character in the Cars movie spin about, the ride is expected to remain open while this occurs. We heard from guests that it was uncomfortable, said Mary Niven, Vice President of Disney California Adventure, in an August interview. In July, crews placed non-skid material on the seats of the vehicles to prevent guests from sliding about. Oh, man, that's having the fun. I know. Having, I love squishing my kids. <laughs> I squish you. I squish your head. <laughs> Sorry. Here. Edward Armaro is rolling in his grave. Okay. He's not Patty. dead. Okay. Edward Armaro, the newscast, like the famous news. Anyway. Uh, anyway. I got okay. you. I knew when would get it. Okay. Because Wayne is that old. Hey. I'm not old, too. No, I went because Wayne cares about things like that. Oh, okay. Thank you. A-plus for Tony. (laughs) Yeah, I knew he would understand that one. Okay. He's a well-read man. So so I think I could be wrong, but I'm going to go with that. Okay, let's finish. Padding will be added to the back of the seats near the shoulder area to increase comfort. Three visitors have already reported injuries or medical problems to a state agency while riding Mater's. Disney began discussing the changes before the problems occurred, said Melissa Britt, a Disneyland Resort spokeswoman. Reports include a 28-year-old woman who had said she suffered whiplash while going on the ride June 17th, and a 9-year-old girl hit her mouth and chipped her teeth on the vehicle on June 29th. It is unclear how those incidents allegedly occurred. The state found no wrongdoing with Disney on those two. The third report has not been completed. Already, Disney on the Luigi's Flying Tires ride removed beach balls that guests tossed while floating about and vehicles that move. We know how they move. The state investigated five cases in which visitors had injuries related to the beach balls. Disney removed the beach balls in August because of the incidents and it was taking so long to retrieve the balls between the loading of guests. A little comment on that story, which was interesting that there was actually injuries involved too. So we thought it was all, oh, it's too slow. I'm sure the injuries might have had something to do with it. Well, somebody on the Diz shared pictures of her son with this big ice pack on his cheek where he got slammed into the side at Mater's um, Junkyard Jamboree. And, and at first I thought, oh, come on, Disney. This is, uh, like Nancy said, I had a lot of fun slamming on, you know, uh, from side to side. I thought that was part of the fun, but not if kids are getting hurt. And if their head or his head's going to be right there at that edge, we don't right. realize. Yeah, if they're that right height, yeah. Now okay. if we can just get some padding on the Matterhorn. Thank you. Ah. I was going to bring that up. Thank you very much. For now, all people have to now, do is come up with sacral, sacral bruising. And now just just keep your fingers crossed because there's a Matterhorn closure scheduled for October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So hey, maybe Bring back the original not, bobsled. Not sure. Well, we, they can't because they donated one to a museum. Oh, that's they had 10 in storage. I heard that in the yeah. news. <laughs> yes, thank you. And, and finally, we need to invent a few uh, injuries on Matterhorn. To get don't tell people that. I don't know how tall people are. Send your letters to Wayne. One eight hundred. Call a lawyer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. We got a side business. I don't know how that would work if we're supposed to be promoting going to Disneyland. Yet we're going to do a side business on trying to get people to see them. <laughs> for... Am I going to see your face on a billboard? Yes. God forbid. Oh my gosh! One of okay. these years, I wouldn't. 
Yeah. I'm, I said billboard, okay. not not the wall of the post office. No, no, not the billboard. It's going to be the uh, the uh, bus benches. That's what I've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, okay, finally. Yeah, finally. A brake malfunction on a ride at Knott's Berry Farm left 20 riders stuck on an attraction for about three and a half hours. Wait. Never mind. Go ahead. Again, yes. Ah, oh, jeez. This is not the same story. It happened again. So let's continue. The security system on the 300 feet Windseeker attraction activated about at about 4 p.m., causing the ride to come to a halt at the very top of the tower and leaving the riders trapped in gondolas stranded 300 feet above the ground, said our new friend Jennifer Blazy, a park spokeswoman. I wonder if her and Susie Brown get go out for drinks. Yeah. Well, they might now. <laughs> I wouldn't be seen with Jennifer Blazy recently. I hope that's not liable, but I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's parody. Okay, we're good. Okay, we're good. The riders were still stuck at 6 p.m. when the amusement park closed. Blazy said it basically got stuck. That's the technical term for it? Yes. That's a direct quote. The riders got off the attraction about 7.45 p.m. after it was lowered to the ground. The ride will remain closed while park and state officials investigate the incident, Blazy said. No injuries were, were reported. The malfunction was the second time in two weeks that riders have become stuck. On September 7th, 15 people were trapped the ride for about three hours until crews manually raised the ride to the top and then lowered it to the ground. No injuries were reported then as well. The earlier mal- malfunction was later attributed to an inaccurate reading and an electrical safety switch, if we remember the first time I read this story. According to NOS officials... <laughs> Seems like just yesterday. Yeah. Not a problem with the ride itself. The Windseeker, the park's newest ride, has been operating for about a year. It takes as many as 64 riders about 300 feet above the ground before whirling them at a 45-degree angle. However, state officials have since decided to shut down Windseeker indefinitely while they investigate these two incidents. That's a long time to be on a ride, said Erica Monterosa, a division spokeswoman. Okay, here's my favorite part. (laughs) It's it's hard to read this and not laugh with some of these quotes. And part of what we're going to be looking at is working with the park to get a process in place to evacuate, evacuate the patrons more quickly. Let's not worry about the ride fixed. Let's worry about getting them off the stranded ride quicker. That's really what we need to work on. And I just find that a, a really amusing. Well, Sorry. I mean, rides are going to break down occasionally. But they've got to figure out a way to get these people off the ride yeah. because obviously it's going to be breaking down every week. Yeah. Um, so did they actually give I'm, them the I Survived the Wind Seeker I'm not shirt? done. I'm not done. Don't say okay, anything. Okay, I'm just wondering. Story. Stacy Froll, a Cedar Fair spokeswoman, said the ride has a manual process to bring down vehicles when the safety system is triggered, which happened at all three parks which have the ride. Unfortunately, in this situation, it's just a manual process at this point of time, Froll said. If there's an opportunity to improve it, we'll, we definitely look at this. Mike Dills, whose 11-year-old daughter got stuck September 7th, said he's upset that this happened again. He was told that Knott's was going to change procedures to ensure that passengers could get down within 30 minutes. I thought the matter was closed, Dill said. And for the finale, <laughs> the writers got free chicken dinners and T-shirts, Lazy said. Oh. So I now have a new rapid fire. I'm going to start rapid fire. If anybody wants to get a free chicken dinner or T-shirt or not, <laughs> go on Windseeker. It'll probably be stuck up for four hours. <laughs> You'd be really, really hungry when you get down. I, okay, so I heard it, and to tell you what's going on, I text Tom immediately, like, Tom, I got a news story again, and I, I got to watch it on the news this time, because it was on TV. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is two weeks later. And to see it, seeing them up there, just stuck, it's like and it was at the very top. High. Yeah. Well, yep. and what's kind of disappointing, okay, and what, sorry, I don't have commentary here It's now. not like sorry. your back is against the thing, like the Malibumer. No, yeah. Well, you're in seats. Was okay, and now let's you're look dangling. at... You're Let's look at the differences. Okay. Knott's is working on, okay, we got to get a way to get them down when they're stranded. Like, we know they're going to get stranded. Let's take the fact that they get down. Yeah. Okay, and I just read the previous story where people are getting bumped into each other on maters and they're cut sh- and they're shutting it down to fix it. That uh, shows you the difference right well, there. Well, but 
Disneyland is also having to do things to their rides for evacuation purposes too. Um, shall we talk about Alice in Wonderland? All that ugly stuff that's going that's they put in there. You're talking um, about the leaves coming down. The leaves, all the fences, all the fencing. What fencing? Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, the leaves that the leaves have, that are covering the fencing. They put the pathways and the bracers so yeah. that when the security, you know, when people walk down, they don't fall off. Yep. So ridiculous. And, okay. and okay. the rumor is they're also doing that to uh, Casey Jr. They're what? Putting, they're putting they're putting yeah. rail, they're putting railings on the bridges. Oh my gosh! Okay. So you don't fall into the planters. Right. If they have to evacuate you. I got a better one for you if you want to go off this direction. Go ahead, real quick. We have all wanted People Mover to come back. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Guess what Tony Baxter kind of slipped yeah, on in another interview about yeah. what's never going to come back because of this same reason. Yeah, the entire no track would have to be retrofitted, yeah. and it ain't practical. Yeah, I mean, if you compare the tracks from the Magic Kingdom in Florida to our track, they do have walking space on the side of yep. the track. Yep. We got so, we got dead air. Yeah. So does that mean that they're going to shut down the monorail too then? And what about a very the very good question. Monorail. Well, no, the monorails question. are easy enough to get a a, a ladder up to. Right. Our monorails are not tall enough. It's not like in Florida where they're tall enough that they have to Well, the people mover is not taller than the, than the Matterhorn. Yeah, but they the, can't uh, get a they can't get a hook and ladder truck into there very easily. Well, plus I guess it's because it's grandfathered in, so they're not going to do that. But yeah. Oh, that's such disappointing oh. news. Thank you, Wayne. I'm going to go to bed now. Wait, no, you have a story tonight. I'm, I'm going to go but, get. A, but, oh yeah, I can't go yet. I'm sorry, back, Tony. Back, but back, no, back to, to Tony. Yeah, the it's 300 feet though. Yeah, the, I, I'm sorry. That's and to do it, have it happen two week within two weeks after it just happened. You think. After they do it, then it's never going to happen. What were they saying that the, la- the ladder trucks only reach 100 feet or something like yes. that? Yes. Okay. They, they had the to OC give you an fire idea. department. Okay. To Can give I- you an idea, once upon a time, a long time ago, I was on a backstage tour at Disney World, and we went through the hook and ladder department, and one question that was asked to the firefighters was, what is the worst attraction to get people off of? And they said at um, said wind Beach. Seeker, wind Seeker at Knott's Berry Farm in California. Well, for Florida, for our, our Orlando compatriots, they said the worst, worst attraction to get people off of is that ski lift that goes up to the top of Summit Plummet on in, at Blizzard Beach because they can't get the ladder truck into the ice to send it up and then and then on top of it the ladder pretty much only goes to the top of the monorail booms in height so if we look at that as a relationship and then what the average fire department has you know they don't have 300 foot ladders to get people off the side of, of yeah. skyscrapers yeah. well and that's what, what they said is that they said the Orange County Fire Authority was there and ready, but their ladders wouldn't reach that high, so they'd have had it on some kind of helicopter thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I gotta keep go- I gotta keep going back to. Sorry, okay. They gave them a T-shirt and a dinner. Now let's think about that. That's not anything extra. First of all, you're up there, and it was like 95 degrees that day. I would so need like really a change ha- of. I knew would need new pants. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so they gave you a, a, a clean shirt basically because you were sweating the whole time. So, okay, that's kind of to be expected. And I was up there for three, four hours, so I couldn't eat. So here's my free dinner. How about a pass to come back? Like, that just seemed like the whole way they're handling it seems so amateurish. And it's sad because Knott's Berry Farm was one of the first, if not right. It's the first. It was the first, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I just really, you're giving me a shirt. And, like, that's the least you should be giving me is the shirt and the meal. And I'm not a guy that... But if you call 1-800, you got stranded on a ride to our new uh, lawyer service. But I I just – I'm not saying that they should have – I'm not someone who thinks you should always get something. But in this case, for the second group, after it happened two weeks before, it's, it's almost like more of an insult to say, we gave them a T-shirt and chicken dinner. 
Yeah. We can't forget that Disney is special in this regard. In the theme park industry, Disney goes to a lot of lengths for guest recovery and guest service. That is very unique amongst theme parks. Most theme parks will turn to the back of your ticket where it says, we're not responsible for anything. You enter this, these grounds at your own risk, period. And I think that that, unfortunately, is pretty typical. No, we don't like it. Yes, Disney would do better in this regard. I don't think it's unusual. I'm actually surprised they would give dinner away. Wow. See, I just think there's going to be – I'm curious to see who's going on this ride ever again. Well, I heard that they're closing down all of them, right? Well, yeah, the the, the state is making them – No, not just the state. Oh, the rest of them? The other other six or the five? Yeah, yeah Cedar, um, Fair, Cedar Fair Cedar Fair closed all the windseeker type rights. And the Here fact in that Canada, it, I heard. And, and the fact that it was on um, local news and Knotts is a very locals park. I mean, I, it's more locals than. What, it? it was on Good Morning America, wasn't it? Oh, that's no, what you told me. Yeah, this. Yeah. Well, because they're owned by ABC, which is a parent company, or, or which is mm. owned by Disney, Disney. So yeah, they want to slam the other guys, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure. But, I'm just, but I heard about it from other people who were non-Disney people in other states. So, yeah, I watched know. it live. It was awesome. Just a bunch of people sitting oh up high doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> no, they you ended know. up. Le- well, they realized it wasn't exciting, so they left, and then they came back. Nobody was jumping off or anything. <laughs> no, but you know what they said was um, that the, the helicopter newscaster guy—I don't know what you call those guys—said um, that. It was move. It went down so slowly. They weren't sure that it was actually moving down. Talk about an excruciatingly yeah. slow ride down. Oh my gosh! It's like yeah, we couldn't tell from up here that it was actually moving down. Then we realized because it was moving at such a slow pace. I feel like the range well, they were finder. probably having to stay at a decent uh, a decent distance from it too because the chopper blades are going to be flying those swings back and forth. We more the risk of hurting those people. So, oh, that's the news. Thank you, Tony. Time for and, and in next week's next week's news, we'll have the, another installment of Windseeker Trapped on the Windseeker. The Windseeker trilogy. Yeah, it will be the third. This time we're going to go backwards and we'll go to the early one times that people that oh, we, we didn't report on. Just like yeah, Star Wars. Thank you for laughing, Tony. Nice. I was thinking Back to the Future, but okay. Um, no, or was that part two? Yeah, no, I was so good. You guys are just getting appreciably sad, right? Yes, we are. Rapid fire. Let's start with Mary Jo. Um, well, we had a huge event happen here in uh, across the U.S. here to Southern mm-hmm. California, and that was the arrival of the Endeavor uh, space shuttle. And it flew into Edwards Air Force Base Thursday night, and Friday it flew around California going to Sacramento and over Wayne's home, right, Wayne? Because you saw a thousand it. feet above me, best sight I've ever seen. He, he took fantastic. Wow, wow, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got to see it pass over me like three times. It was so cool. I heard it. It was looping over in your area, right, Nancy? Yeah, it looped over us to head downtown loops? after it came from Malibu, and then mm-hmm. it looped up again to go to Jet Propulsion. JPL and Universal, and then it passed also over. They did a special pass for the Griffith Park Observatory, and then it headed out this way. Went to Disneyland. Kelly missed it, so she jumped up on our roof. I was watching. It, I was trying to watch it on the Mattercam, but it didn't. It just kind of was way oh, in the distance. And Kelly climbed up on our roof, and she saw it from up there nice. um, as it was flying over, and it flew over my building in Redondo Beach and into LAX, where it will be until October 12th, and what they're going to be doing between now and October 12th is uh, dismantling the the streetlights and tearing down the trees. I heard over 400, Nancy heard over 1,000, right Nancy? I heard over 1,000 trees are going to be uh, dug up and then replanted. Who's paying well, for no, that? They're, they're, they're not going to replant them, they're going are, to plant new trees and more environmental, and the... Um, more environmental museum. trees? More uh, more uh, urban-friendly trees. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess so that they don't tear up the sidewalks, etc. Oh, okay. The, the, sad, the sad thing is that they're... These or probably take as much water. Okay. Oh, that, Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm, now I feel like a jerk. That's okay. No, you, you said... It. Well, <laughs> you and the to. science, science right. museum, because 
it's Friday, so many of us, I mean, people at my work were, we were shooting emails and pictures to each other, and then on Facebook, there were all kinds of information yeah. just coming in. And one of the, the, the uh, emails that I received was saying that the Science Museum is dedicated so much money. It's like $500,000, something like that, like that, to the city of Inglewood to replace their trees over a million has to be has to be more than that. It's a lot of money, but the science museum has set money aside, so it's not costing the tax taxpayers anything. Cool. The science center, in preparation for the endeavor, has set money aside um, to plant new trees to replace the ones that they're tearing down, and then of course they'll be putting up the street lights and everything like that. So, you and know, let's there's talk about how cool it's going to be once it actually gets there, which is what the end of the end of October. Yeah, it opens on October 30th, and and the Science wow, Museum, that whole... I know it is quick, right? Well, the, the, I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Isn't it going like in a temporary facility yeah. before... Yeah, they're right building a the yeah. building a 200-foot building, 200-foot tall building to store the Endeavor, and the Endeavor is actually going to be mounted as if it were being mounted on the launch pad. Yeah, it's vertical as opposed to horizontal. It's vertical, and the donor's um, the donor, the wife of the man who's the building is being built in honor of, um, was saying that it was going to be pretty much one of the most impressive displays that they could think of. But that that's not going to be done by October. But the, the no, but you'll still be able to see it in October. Right, and I did you guys see pictures like close-ups of the shuttle? I mean, there there were tiles missing yeah. and. I, I just look at that and just we don't think about the abuse that these machines take when they when they come into our atmosphere again. We hear about it, but to see the the actual effects on the shuttle and to think that that thing is still put together and the people survive coming in, what a testimony to the people who put this together and um, maintain it. For, yeah. for the astronauts. I think the exhibits, once they get this all together in the final vision at the California Science Center, it's going to be absolutely amazing. And something worth going to see when you come out to Disneyland. Yeah. No, and I was going to say, Mary Jo and I are probably going to try and do a piece on probably. explaining how to get... Well, okay, <laughs> we are, and I've already alluded to that on my Facebook page. I said, I know, I'm, I'm planning on writing something up about this. And you know what, Nancy? You're you not take, without me. You could take the train. You can, actually. And you can take the train and uh, connect easily to the subway, which will take you straight to the California Science Center. And I know we, you're we're, so we're good not, at that. So. Yeah, we're... We may not want to ask Nancy to give us directions. No. Well, no, but I mean, as far as freeway directions, it's a breeze to get to the California Science Center, and I'm surprised we've never really talked about it on the show as another another one of those Disneyland home base options. You know, there's so many things you can see within an easy drive of Disneyland, you know, if you want to pop away from your hotel for a day and come back at night. Put that together. Definitely. We, we definitely know bunch of places to go visit. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Uh, Wayne? There is another new artist program at Disneyland, and this time the Disney creative folks have come up with a new collectible that I think is going to appeal to many folks who like to have a bit of the Disney art around them. It's called the Artist Sketch Program. Disney reports that this program allows you to select your favorite characters and watch the artist bring them to life right before your very eyes. Recently released images include Carl and Ellie from the movie Up and Phineas and Ferb and others as well. Each month, the Off the Page store in Disney California Adventure releases a special limited edition framed piece, which is part of this collection. I love that store. Indeed, one of the great stores over there. Additionally, there is the Park Icon Collection. These pieces pay tribute to the attractions and the icons throughout the Disneyland Resort. 
Disney has been asked for art that reflects various attractions and facades at Disneyland, and so Disney came up with a way that the artists can bring those icons to life. Everyone has their favorite icon or character. The hope is that these new park icon sketches will give guests yet another way to have those memories themselves. The Park Icon Collection is only available at the Disney Gallery in Disneyland, and items from the Artist Sketch Program are available at Off the Page in DCA, the Disneyana Shop, and the Disney Gallery in Disneyland Park, and also at the Wonderground Gallery in Downtown Disney District. Excellent. Those look cool. I saw pictures of those, so does look neat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be visiting that all those galleries but especially off the page and Now, Wayne, do do you know if you get to watch the artist sketch these? Does he sketch yeah. it for you right there? Right there, right before okay. your eyes. Well, that would just is the, where they have artists at other than off the page. Just there, well, they right? Have, for these sketches, yes. Yeah. I was going to say cuz But yeah, they have other artists these. and the Portuosity yeah. shop was just um, the watches. Once upon a time, was just yeah. watches. Yeah. And they also have what about the people in um, the Court of Angels in that little area? They, they're those artists paint you. Yeah, but that's not. That's the, just more character. That's not the character sketches that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, Nancy. Okay, I'm gonna actually. It's time again to report on one of. The fun things we did last year that we reported on, and that is... You're doing a rerun? We are. Well, you know, it isn't just me. It's Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen. Um, It is time again to make those reservations for the Haunted House Building Workshop. That's October 20th, and then again October 27th and October 28th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. in the afternoon. I would recommend making your reservations early. It costs $48 per haunted house kit, and that price includes the house and the candy decor, the whole kit, unlimited sodas, two seats, and a special treat for the kids. Now, if you have, say, two children or three children that are yours that you want to take (laughs) along... Well, you know, you may want to take your child and a friend or, you know, both your kids or, you know, any mix of personal relationships. (laughs) Then uh, you can get extra seats for $12 per seat. Oh, that's good. Are you planning on going, Nancy? This I know you went last year, but are you going to go again or? I'm not going to be able to go this year. I, it's, we've just got too much going on, um, personally. And we had such a great time. I mean, we did have such a great time last year. Reservations open on September 24th, and we'll have a link. There are limited reservations. Um, Give their sales manager, Bruno, a call. Um, He is available between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday. And you can make your reservations directly through them. They do take advance payment um, by credit card. Adults must accompany any children under 12. So that's a big one. And it's a refund given only with a 72-hour notice from the date that you choose. Now, following up on that, if you are a D23 member, the date that is missing, which is October 21st, that Sunday, is exclusive for D23 members. So go to the D23 website for that, and the cost on that for that day is $40 per gingerbread house, and additional seats are $10. So you can save a little money there if you want to go on the 21st and you're a D23 member. Now, um, a couple tips I will give for people who, um, who want to do this. Bring additional candy of your own. If you, the fancier house you want, the more you should bring. So if you have a creative idea, when we went last year, we saw people who did things that represented them or their families. They did all kinds of creative things. The house that is pictured on the ad is not necessarily and completely the house you will be manufacturing. So 
keep that in mind. And if you want to see what we did last year, um, a friend of mine and I took my two girls and we built two different houses. And then I also took some pictures of people's houses from all around the event. And that is up on our blog, www.disunplugged.com. Lots and lots of photos. Yep. It I'll sounds sure. like such a fun event. It really is. And you know what? Um, Chef Darren Finkel, who heads it up for you, he gives a great presentation. They have helpers who kind of float around the room to kind of give you um, some ideas. They will bring you more icing. Don't hesitate to ask for it in case your kid eats about half of the bag. Which oh, not thankfully happened at our table, but the next table over. Yeah. <laughs> and they do have a couple different colors of you know different um, colors of icing that they bring for you and stuff. But you know, feel free to go all out. It's it's a good time. It's a really good time. And if you like to do things like make uh, you know on, um, holiday houses for the Christmas season, this is definitely on the same vein. But you can be way more creative. So, there you go. Fun. Did we talk nice about that tip. last week or last year on the podcast? I can't remember. I think we did, but I'm not okay. sure. Okay, I will look, and if we did, I will also link that on the show notes so people can listen to how you did it last year. Yep. Awesome. It was a good time. It really, really, really was a good time. Good times, good times. All right, my turn. Coming this yeah. November to a Starcade near you at Disneyland Park. Characters from Wreck-It Ralph, the newest Disney animated feature that's coming out in November. You'll be able to meet Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope Von Schweetz in the back of the Starcade near the um, exit of of, uh, Space Mountain there and the exit of... No, the exit of, of Captain EO. Sorry. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, that should be, take place, uh, like I said, f- first part of November. Um, Starcade is closed for 10 days from the 8th to the 18th of October, so I'm thinking soon after that the characters will be in. Also, you will be able to play Fix-It Felix Jr., which is the fake video game that's featured in the film. Fake? I'm sorry, the, the video game that's what? featured in the film. Thank you. Okay, first this video game's <laughs> fake. Next, you know, someone's going to talk about the homeless guy on the other side of his land. <laughs> you have to bring that up again. <laughs> yeah, I do. And you know what's funny is now, I, so I, I was driving by the park, because I, I live locally and I work in Anaheim, and I was driving around and I end up driving by, and now every time I see that back wall, that's what I think of. Speaking, so, speaking of I, driving by, did you drive by Earl of Sandwich yet? No, well, if, if, if I would have driven by that, I would have been arrested because cars are not allowed oh, on the, uh, yeah. the, uh, I couldn't have. I, I, I so what's happening with Earl's sandwich? I don't know. I will check it out and let you know. I mean, when I was there on the 14th or 13th, it was still the same as, I mean, they've, they've started building like a structure outside, like a patio attached to the building, but that's, like I said, that was maybe, a week, maybe if a week we're lucky, ago, we can have a sandwich after the New Year's Eve yeah. party. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. uh, you know, now that I think about it, I'm trying to make a pattern here. Okay, I remember the cupcake thing, and before yeah, it became a, yeah. before it became a podcast, it's the same area. It's, the, it's like the and, Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, no, I'm wondering. Okay, can so, anybody think of other things that had been so supposedly supposed to open in there and just take forever, or is it just these two? Yeah, I think Come it's on, just that. Uh, yeah. Well, there was the what was it called, Starabilia. That, no, no I think he's saying drawn. that yeah, things that no, were supposed to that haven't or didn't. Like things that they're oh, we're going to opening soon, and the opening soon ends up taking. Well, the Sanook store was like that. Yeah, get it open. No, I mean he's talking about people things that people care about. No, well, no, I'm just saying if you're talking about <laughs> shops that kept saying they were going to open and they you know, weren't, and then they didn't, and they didn't. It's going to be, that line's going to be crazy. That is. It is. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see how, because, you know, the one in Orlando, they move, pe- even though the line's crazy, they move people in and out quick. I'm curious to see how good that will be. 
because if it moves fast, then I can go there at lunch. <laughs> and that's really the point. And I'm, that, that I'm is the whole point. All right, over to you. Okay, and remember, oh, we're, before before Tom throws it over, remember we still are taking a oh, yeah. um, roll of sandwich Yeah, because, pool. because I think all the people that <laughs> sent in their, their guesses so far have, have missed their dates already. It's already yeah, passed. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Restarting uh, the contest. Yeah. Restarting. <laughs> Re- do over, do over. All right, Tony, rapid fire. Okay, so everybody knows from what we've talked about before and checking out on the interwebs that uh, at Cali, you like that? I, I stole it from someone else. I'm Al not going to lie. No, I don't know who I stole. But anyways, Frank and Weenie, they're, they're uh, featuring at California Adventure at the mm-hmm. um, animation building with the exhibit that runs through November 5th. Across the street at um, Award Wieners, they're going to also offer a Frank a Frank. And Weenie, a sausage sandwich meant to look like the dog character in the movie. And it is a huh? pork sausage. <laughs> yeah, because not only do you, because you want to eat something that looks like a dog, dog I guess. Yes, exactly. Um, and a, you okay. want to eat something that looks like a black and white dog? Okay, well, let me explain. Okay. It's a pork sausage wrapped in bacon. Well, okay, how could barbecue. you go bad? Yeah. yeah, see, who cares what it looks like now? Yeah. Top with barbecue sauce and sautéed onions and apple slices. And inside, I don't think the ap- apple slices are on the. Ooh, apple yeah. slices with that combination is good. Okay, go ahead. Okay, yeah, I'm with you, Tom. And inside, an onion jalapeno bun. It's seven nineteen. I think the apple slices slices may be on the side. I don't know. Well, I know the onion jalapeno bun doesn't sound right. Yeah, but it's, that's that's what it's served on. Yeah. No, that's I know, but that that sounds weird to me. Oh, jeez. But the apple slices does it. But the apple okay. slices does it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The barbecue sauce with apple? bacon and yeah, okay. Pork no, and apples. No, no, you're right. Pork and apple is, is supposed to go together. So we'll we'll now we're it right. Pork chops and apple okay. sauce. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And uh, they said the reason they're wrapping it in bacon is to recreate the stitches from the dog. Yep. Bandages like it's a mummy. All right. Yeah. Yes. And also, they're going to have black Frank infusion lemonade, which will be topped with white lemon lime foam, a tie into the black and white oh, animated film. Foam. Yeah, there. That's their new thing, the foam. So it's I minute. Not... And oh, oh, can oh. we add? No. That... No, 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 no. Speaking no, no, of drinks with foam. Speaking no, of drinks with foam. No, no, you can't. I don't wait, care what wait. you say. <laughs> then don't ask. Disney World's <laughs> stealing one of our. They're stealing one of our drinks, and they're trying to pass it off as a unique drink to the VR guest restaurant. Bull cookies. (laughs) Cars land, baby. Bull cookies. They're going to start having that, too. They're going to be cookies. It was shaped like a a bowl, and it's going to be a tie into the next movie with some some, some farm Pixar thing. Hey, it'll be another Home Home on the Range. range. Okay, thank you. I couldn't remember that. I was trying to, like, keep talking until I could remember Home on the Range. Trivia bit. Trivia bit. One place where the Home on the Range is actually represented in Disneyland. Oh, no, I know this one. Thunder that's Ranch? The only, that's the only thing I know about it is the ranch. You still color? Yep, there's a picture. There's a wanted picture on the side of, or some kind of, yeah, it's a wanted picture poster. It's on the side of the, the barn that's like right before you enter. So speaking of Frank and, and, and Okay, I'm not done. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay the, Not really. The Frank and Fusion Lemonade with the foam is, um the base is Minute Maid, Minute Maid Light Lemonade. They'll have wild grape and blackberry flavoring added. Mm. Just leave it. Okay, now wait. Stop it here's there. the problem yeah. with this. Well, here's where not that I should be, getting, but it will be four dollars and forty nine cents yeah, plus yeah. tax, like all the other ones. Yep. That's way. I okay. Well, see, I haven't bought any of. I try to stay away from sugar, so I haven't bought any of these crazy drinks. But for four fifty, there better be some alcohol in that thing. <laughs> I, no, no, no. Then it's seven dollars. Yeah. Anything over four fifty has vodka. Well, so four forty nine is the cutoff. Hey, man. <laughs> Actually, I think the ones at the Cozy Cone are, are three fifty nine, and then the seven fifty nine or eight fifty nine something like that is the one with the vodka. I, well, I there you go. Foams yet? So, did anybody get to see the Frank and Weenie exhibit there at the Animation Building? Besides me. No, I should have gone there today. I was. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of cool. They have um, three different sets, actual sets from the movie, cool. and you know, with the characters in them. This is in the center portion, Tom. This is in the yes, it's in the the, the, eight, lobby. the lobby area, um, and then they also have a desk set up with 
actual Tim Burton sketches and Tim Burton models. So cool. there's the three different three different sets, and then the, and the desk. Um, one of the sets has like little switches, so you can turn like lights off and on and make little animations happen. Cool. And there's different windows in different places, so you can like take pictures as if you're the camera and from different angles. That it's sounds like cool. a really nice exhibit. Yeah, it is kind of cool, and it's nice that they didn't get rid of anything to. Speaking of dogs, did you have something else you wanted to tie into that, Tom? Like the the bring back of the num num at Casey's Corner? What? Not Casey's Corner. Oh, the mac and cheese dog. The mac and cheese dog. The mac and cheese dog is back. The mac and cheese dog that they they bring out on special annual pass holder nights is Casey's Corner. Really? I'm sorry. I had a moment. Oh, okay. Uh, refresh my Yeah, really. Um, it, what is it? It's like a hot dog with mac and cheese and bacon. I mean, how could that be wrong? I, I think that that tastes really, really good. And that's at. at I'm excited the for that the that, next time we go. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Has that. anybody tried it yet? No. no. I think they just okay. brought it back, permanently, permanently added it to the menu. Probably which, right after you left. Yeah, probably. Well, he said, no, Tom yeah. will eat these yeah. like crazy, <laughs> yep. so we can't bring them out just for his waistline. Yeah, thanks. Well, for the Soundsational Parade, we were told that, you know, they had these, they brought that out and some others, and they said that each fast food or counter service place has its own specialty, its own special hamburger or type of sandwich that's at no other counter service and right. that apparently is going to be the one that that's the only place in the park you can go to get it. Speaking of other menus, um, I think there we we might need to do some re-reviews because I think there's some new items at the French market. There are. I've been told by other people, yes. And then um, which uh, Pizza Port just reopened. I don't know what the menu is like there, so I'll have to look and see if mm. it changes. I've, I've heard they have they've, they've made more bad pizzas. Oh, good. Okay, cool. So, I know just ate tra- at French Market a couple of weeks ago with your son, Tony. All right. Cool. It How was it? Good. It was All delicious. Right. All right. <laughs> we'll do it for rapid fire. Time for the thread of the week, Mary Jo. Okay, the thread that'll never die. Um, <laughs> this- <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> Um, the thread of the week this week is called Gak Abuse, and it's by Guy in Hawaii. And he basically puts, that's why he starts off his thread with Aloha. And he says, according to an online article, TDA, and you guys, what's TDA? Uh, Team, Team Disney, Disney Anaheim. Anaheim. Yeah. Thank you. Team Disney Anaheim discovered significant abuse of the Gak uh, cards, which has severely impacted upon allotment of the Radiator Springs Racers Fast Passes. And he says, if I understood the article correctly, the GAC cardholders and their family of five are entitled to head-of-the-line privileges to any ride without any constraints. So they and their family can do countless repeat rides at the expense of all other customers. Apparently, there are about 5,000 to 6,000 GAC members, mostly annual pass holders. If this is true, wow, what a negative impact on other park visitors. I never knew about GAC, and yikes. So this page is this uh, thread has gone on and on with lots of responses. Lots of people correcting him. Yeah, lots of people correcting him, um, and then whether and what. Of course, they they kind of set the record straight on the on the GAC passes, and um, there's been 114 responses on that on that particular thread. So um, you know some of some of the responses that people have been saying is there there is no way to verify validate whether a person actually needs the pass or not is that do you guys know if that's true or not they're not allowed to ask i don't think right they're not allowed yeah. they don't so they don't ask i know people who i have no people and this bothers me they say oh well my kid has a really hard time waiting in line like the, the whole add adhd question and then they'll use that as the reason to get it and so i know people that use it that way I yeah don't and that and, you know, part of this, the sad thing is the people who really do have issues waiting in line that just can. And I and you can't, you don't know unless you actually talk to the person. And there are very few of us that go up and talk to strangers about anything when we're waiting. You're yeah, right. Right? So the people who really need it are, you know, they kind of get, 
these nasty looks, etc. And they already feel bad. They already, you know, um, don't like having to um, to having to need this this pass. And then you, on the other hand, you have these people who could care less, and they're packing as many people as they can so that they can get these front of the line passes. And I've, I've well, and, and I think I think calling them front of the line passes is a misnomer because I don't think it's front of the line passes anymore. They make them wait. That's true. And and I think on a lot of rides, it's longer than the regular line, isn't it? In some well, it cases. Depends. In some cases, some of them they go like in the Radiator Springs, and I've seen it where they go. They do go through the fast pass line, and if that's the case, that the reason why they're um, um, restricting the number of fast passes that they put out for Radiator Springs because of that, um, I can see how that would influence the um, how long people are waiting to get on the ride, or whether they, you know, by nine p nine a.m. they're those passes are out right. for the day. So, you know, it's, it's I don't know how Disney is going to even try to, to fix this issue, but if anybody, there's, I would recommend anybody reading the thread to read the whole thread and not jump in with your opinions um, until you read what other people have said. And like Tom said, where they've corrected this person. But what do you guys think about this? You can't. You can never verify. And who am I? It's tough because who am I to say that your kid who has trouble paying attention, like your your kid who's got ADHD, doesn't deserve to get front of the line, but this other kid who has ADD or ADHD doesn't. Like, it, it's a catch. There's no. There's no right answer. And you'll see. And I used to be one of those who would see people in wheelchair. Oh yeah, right. And then to be honest, listening to um, Kevin a lot, it changed my mind. And um, on the Orlando. Team. And also now that I've dealt with some, um, I've dealt with some kids with special needs now, and some projects I've done, and just having my mother in a wheelchair at one point. The, there, we don't know, and we can't know. I think and, that's really good, Tony. If you if we change our perspectives and kind of like give the person the benefit of the doubt, we, we kind of have to. But it's hard because you'll say like, okay, really, come on. Because I, I think that still. Well, but I was. I, I don't was know. Yeah, I was standing in line, uh, not standing in line, but I was waiting for the fireworks one day, and a cast member told me that I should go get a wheelchair so I didn't have to wait in line. And, you know, my, my mouth, I did the fish mouth open and close, yeah. and nothing came out, right? I, I was in shock, and I told her, please don't ever say that to anybody again. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was a bad cast member. Yeah, she was but young and inexperienced. It's, it's, I, I have an opinion, but I realize over time it's had to it's had to change because I don't know. And yes, I could get all worked up over I don't think that but you don't know. You don't. And I used to be black and white person. And Yeah, you Nancy don't and know. I put- Yeah, you, you don't know. You honestly don't know. And yes, yeah. there's gonna be some people abusing the system, but are you gonna go and ask and interview everybody and then I, I don't know. I just I think it's one of those I just gotta look the other way and hope that Take the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I, I kind of, I would rather do the benefit of the doubt, and for me, that would make, that would make me have a better time because I wouldn't be worried about what other people are. And if if you go and not worry about what other people are doing, you will have a much better experience at the Disneyland Resort. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you, Mary Jo. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland segments this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you in two weeks. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.